Hello, Word Nerds. Happy September. It is September 1st. Schools, I'm sure all of them are in session virtually. Hopefully, please don't go into large groups of persons, peoples. Um, I'm recording this um, on, oh, it's August 16th. Today's my dad's 70th birthday. Um, I know um, in the episode today, I forgot to say that it was his birthday, I think. I think I mentioned it in I, in tomorrow's episode. Um, but anyway, oh, so the whole point was, I'm recording this in the middle of August. This is like two or three weeks from now. Uh, schools are already in session, some of them, and there are already many cases. And um, what's going on, people? Why are you sending people to school? This is ridiculous. I know virtual is not as good, but come on. I think getting sick and dying is worse, right? Okay, the first form, no, the first word is the first form of both, B-O-T-H. It is a pronoun? I think that's what it's saying. It's a pronoun from the 12th century. The one as well as the other. The one as well as the other. As in, both of us. Uh, Okay, now we have the second form of both. It is a conjunction from the 12th century. It is used as a function word to indicate and stress the inclusion of each of two or more things specified by coordinated words, phrases, or clauses, as in prized both for its beauty and for its utility. Also as in, he who loveth well both man and bird and beast. And that is a quote from S.T. Coleridge. Uh... Okay, yeah, cool. Um, I when I think of the word both, I don't usually think of more than two. I think of just just two things or people or whatevers. Um, now we have the third form of both. It is an adjective from the 13th century, being the two, affecting or involving the one and the other, as in both feet, or both his eyes, or both these armies. Okay. Interesting examples. Now we have the word bother. So this is why people hate English, because the fir- the uh, the words I just read are pronounced both, and then we add an er, and it becomes bother, not bother, bother. Why? This is a verb from 1728. One, uh, oh, transitive is first. One to annoy, especially by petty provocation. Little brothers and sisters like to bother. Uh, And then a synonym for that one is irk, I-R-K. Number two, to intrude upon. Synonym is pester. Three, to cause to be somewhat anxious or concerned, as in my stomach is bothering me. Often used interjectionally. And now we have the intransitive definitions. One, to become concerned, as in wouldn't bother with details. Two, to take pains, take the trouble, as in never bothered to ask. Well, why not? You could have learned something. Something. Uh, And now we have the synonym. It is the word annoy. This, oh, the origin is unknown. Nobody knows where the word bother came from. Here we go with the second form of bother. It is a noun from 1788. 1A, a state of petty discomfort, annoyance, or worry. Uh, 1B, something that causes petty annoyance or worry. And number two, synonym is fuss, F-U-S-S. 
Next is botheration, noun from 1797. One, the act of bothering, the state of being bothered. Number two, something that bothers, often used interjectionally. Now we have bothersome, adjective from 1834, causing bother. Synonym is vexing. Next is bothy, or it could be pronounced bothy, B-O-T-H-Y, noun from 1771. It is chiefly Scottish, and it means hut. That's the, uh, the synonym, hut. This is Scottish, probably from the obsolete Scottish word both, B-O-T-H, which means booth. Booth, hut, you get it? Okay, moving on to botanay. Botanay, I think that's how it's pronounced. B-O-T-O-N-E-E. There is an accent over the second to last E. And, oh, you could also double up the N if you so choose. Botany. This is an adjective from the 15th century. It is of a heraldic cross. Having a cluster of three balls or knobs at the end of each arm. And it says to see the cross illustration. So, uh, you know, don't don't go looking ahead. Don't go Googling this thing if you want to see what it looks like. You're going to have to wait about a year uh, until we can talk about the cross illustration. I will describe it in so much detail. You will be shocked. All right, next we have Botox, capital B-O-T-O-X. It is a trademark used for a preparation of botulinum or botulinum toxin. Uh, which is, yeah, from uh, the botul- botulism. That's where it's it's related. It's related. I don't know what I'm saying. Next is bow tree. Two words. It's a tree that's called bow. B-O. Noun from 1860. Synonym is pipple or pipal, something like that. P-I-P-A-L. Uh, but what is more interesting is the etymology. This is a Sinhalese word, bow, uh, which is from Sanskrit, bodhi, B-O-D-H-I, uh, which means enlightenment, which is from Buddha receiving enlightenment under this tree. And there's more at the word bid. I think we've mentioned this before. So Buddha sat under the bow tree and he got enlightenment. And uh, that's why they named it that, the tree that. What was it named before that? Did that kind of tree have a name? Was it Fred? I don't know. All right, next we have botryoidal, botryoidal, B-O-T-R-Y-O-I-D-A-L, adjective, from 1816, having the form of a bunch of grapes, as in botryoidal garnets. This is a Greek word, botryoides, from botrys, which means bunch of grapes. I think it's so funny that there's a word that just... It just means it has the shape of a bunch of grapes. Uh, what was that word about the rumbling in your tummy? Barbarigmus or barbarigmus. I, I think I, I actually, that one stuck. That one stuck. All right, next we have botrytis. It is a noun from 1863. Any of a genus of imperfect fungi having botryoidal conidii or conidia and including several serious plant pathogens. Uh, so this is something that is in a botryoidal shape. 
It is, uh, oh, the genus name is Botryitis. It's the same as the word itself, I think. Yeah. All right, next we have the word, something much easier to say, bottle. Noun from the 14th century. It is the first form, 1A, a rigid or semi-rigid container, typically of glass or plastic, having a comparatively narrower neck or narrow neck or mouth, and usually no handle. 1B, a usually bottle-shaped container made of skin for storing a liquid. 2. The quantity held by a bottle. 3A. Intoxicating drink. The practice of drinking. Uh, As in, slipped deeper and deeper into the bottle. That is a quote from Anne Bernays. 3B. Liquid food, as milk, used in place of mother's milk. And then number four is British slang. The synonyms are metal, M-E-T-T-L-E, and courage. And that's probably because when you drink and you get drunk or buzzed, you tend to have a bit more courage than you would normally. So that's where that comes from, I think. And then bottleful is a noun. Um, All right. Next, we have the second form of bottle. It is a verb from 1594, and I think it is just transitive. 1A, to confine as if in a bottle. Synonym is restrain, used, usually used with the word up, as in bottling up their anger. You don't want to bottle up your anger or your feelings. 1B, to put or keep in a position or situation that makes free activity, progress, or escape difficult or impossible, used usually with the word up again, as in Bottle up legislation in committee. Number two, to put into or as if into a bottle, as in wished we could bottle their energy. Bottler is a noun. Next is bottle blonde. Two words, noun from 1963, a person whose hair has been bleached blonde because their their blonde color came from a bottle of some kind. And then lastly, we have bottle brush. It is one word. This is great that it's the last word because my neck hurts. This is a noun from circa 1841. Any of a genus of Australian trees and shrubs of the myrtle family, widely cultivated in warm regions, especially for their spikes of brightly colored flowers. And the name comes from the shape of the flowers. So we had both bother, botheration, bothersome, bothy or bothy, botanae, botox, botry, botryoidal, botryitis, bot, no, it's just botrytis, bottle, bottle blonde, bottle brush. I am going to pick botryoidal as the word of the episode. It is spelled again, B-O-T-R-Y-O-I-D-A-L. Thank you, thank you, thank you for listening please go rate and review. Uh, That will definitely help me get up in the charts, which I am not in at all, but that's cool. No problem. Oh, I should probably mention, um, I don't really have a whole lot of detail, but I will get some by the time this episode airs. Um, I am part of a small sort of network of podcasts that are um, independent and 
relatively well produced. I would like to think, you know, this sound quality is decent. I'm not recording this on my phone or anything. Um, but also just unique and interesting ideas, which also I would like to think that this is sort of an interesting and unique idea. So there are um, a few people who have podcasts that are part of this little group. Um, I'm not 100% sure what the name is going to end up being, um, but we have our own little Discord server where we can talk to each other and help each other out and discuss podcasting and tips and tricks and whatever it happens to be, just supporting each other. Um, so I, I, you know, I think as this is just something that has been started to be discussed over the last few days. Um, but you know, there might be like a, a short five second audio tag that I'll be starting to throw in my episodes, um, that mentions it, uh, whatever it is, you know, go support these other people who are doing these things probably in their free time and just having a good time doing it. So, um, as I have more information about that, I will let you know like what, what it's called, but I think currently the name is control shift pod if I remember correctly. Anyway, I'm going to stop talking because I got uh, I got other stuff to do, like go celebrate my dad's birthday. Uh, okay, this has been Spencer Dispensing Information. Goodbye. <laughs>